0: Okay, now we are correct, I think. Are we horizontal? I think so. Emily's gonna check it on hers and make sure, welcome to our second ever Fearless Mom Facebook Live. Emily, I wanted to do one of those filters. Lizzie Newton is watching. I'm keeping my glasses on so I can see you guys check in. This is so fun. Oh my gosh, I love Facebook Live. This is new for me at 50. I love um, learning new things. In fact, you can teach an old dog new tricks. I'm learning all sorts of um, technology during our quarantine. I hope that you guys are too. As you guys check in... Share with us where you're from, if you would. Tell us where, you're, where you live, um, because this one today, I'm learning so much more. I did a, um, what was that, Instagram? I did an Instagram Live with a friend, and um, I love hearing where you guys are from. I did it with a group in Canada. And so um, check in, tell us hi, and then tell us where you're from. We'd love to hear that. And then I'm gonna ask you some questions as we go today. It's gonna be a little bit more audience participation. Um, And then uh, that way we can encourage each other. I think that's super important. So we're going to give everybody a little bit of time to log on. I was asking Emily about um, any April Fools that she remembers. And she said, Mom, we're not really a prank family. And we're not. I, I know I did some things at some point, but nothing like Laura Bodine, not at all. But I did, I remembered, I texted my sisters to see what they remembered from us growing up. And I remember thinking it was the funniest thing. We were in high school probably when we short sheeted my mom's bed. Emily can you even picture that? Uh, She'll be getting in her bed. We you know you put the top sheet the flat sheet you tuck it in the top and then you fold it down halfway to fold it back up so when they get in bed it looks like the sheet is on like normal but when they lift it up they you know it's short sheeted they can't get their feet all the way down. We thought it was hilarious. I'm not sure I think my mom acted like it was funny. She probably did not think it was. Now, from a mom's perspective, she was probably exhausted and she was probably thinking, what on earth? Who gave them this idea? And of course, my, um, I feel like it was probably my dad who put the rubber band around the faucet sprayer, you know, um, so when we turned the sink on, it sprayed us. That was a good one. Um, I posted a couple of things that Laura Bodine did today and I'm just really convinced that, uh, when Cosette is old enough, we should all help her get Laura back. Uh, we may even you know, create a movement, get Laura back. Because Nick <laughs> is so answer. sweet. I don't know that Nick's gonna do it, but we can. So we've asked everybody to, as you check in, tell us where you're from, um, so that we can know where all of our um, fearless moms are. I think I saw somebody from Heritage Church, Heritage Church fearless moms, hello to you. I'm so glad that you guys are watching. It's 9 o'clock here in Austin, um, and that is late for me. Last time we had a 9 o'clock p.m., I actually had to have a cup of coffee at 8 p.m., but this time I... JoJo! JoJo's watching in Las Vegas! Jo, it's 7 o'clock there. Um, Jo, I hope you had something healthy for dinner. And Jo is working at Central Church, and they are serving food and um, taking care of the under-resourced and the homeless and the people in need in their area. And um, so I text Joe and make sure he is showering when he gets home um, and staying clean and staying healthy, Joe. Glad you're watching. Hello to Bailey if she's watching too. So um, we're gonna get started in just a little bit. But um, last week, I wanna do a quick review of what we did last week and then we'll get into where we're going this week. Last week, we talked about how we can change our perspective and how changing the way we look at things changes the way we feel about things, and then it changes the way we deal with things. And our thing right now is this quarantine that we are all um, navigating, and really, no matter where you live in the world, you're navigating this to one degree or another. And so I'll go over a couple of those points after we pray, and then we will get started on what... uh, on building a stronger family during this time. This time, we're not gonna just press pause on everything. We're gonna take advantage of this time. So let's pray together. God, we thank you so much for this day. And God, right now, I thank you for technology. I thank you for um, daughters who can be quarantined with their parents and help them learn technology. I thank you for the moms who are tuning in. I thank you for every family represented. And God, we ask right now that you settle our hearts and minds and you open our eyes and ears so that we can see and hear something new, something fresh from you today to help us be encouraged and equipped to be the moms that you've created us to be, to raise up these kids to be who you created them to be. In Jesus' name, I always say, and everybody said, and everybody said, amen. amen. Emily said, Amen. Excellent. So, today I told you we're going to jump in and we're going to do a little bit of review over last week. So, last week we talked about perspective, having that fresh perspective, backing up, zooming out, and saying, Okay, I'm overwhelmed. I um, don't even know what's happening. I'm learning new information every day. And so I'm trying just to keep everybody really alive in our house, happy in our house, but we're going to zoom back and, and look at it from a different perspective. And when we zoomed back, we said, you know what, this seems so overwhelming, but in the grand scheme of things, in the big picture, this quarantine time, one month, even if it goes two months or three, in the grand scheme of things, it's a pretty short amount of time. As a matter of fact, if you are schooling or um, educating your kids at home with online education, we said that, uh, let's say you do it for the rest of the school days in our area, that's 45 more school days, so 45 out of, 13 years of schooling, that was less than 2% of your child's education. And then if we said, if you back up 20 years and you say 45 days out of this 20 years, it's less than, it's barely over half a percent. It's less than 1%. So we need to get some perspective here and, and we're, it's okay though to feel overwhelmed. And I think that's the initial message I want to get. So perspective is helpful but comparison is her, is harmful so when i say get perspective look at it from a zoomed out be around other people talk to them about it it's helpful to learn from others but it's harmful to compare to others and so Knowing other people in other generations, in other countries, in other states, it does give us new, fresh perspective, but we have to be careful not to compare. Man, that is tricky. I think that takes wisdom and discernment and a constant check on ourselves. Am I learning from them or am I I comparing to them? And so I want to learn from them without comparing because here's what happens. At least I'm going to tell you, this is what happens to me. What happens to me is I start to feel overwhelmed and then I feel guilty for feeling overwhelmed. I think, gosh, I should not feel overwhelmed. I should not feel overwhelmed. I don't even have little kids at home, or I should not feel um, afraid. I don't have any um, family who has the virus. I don't have, you know, family who um, works in the ER. I don't have whatever. Here's the deal you're allowed to feel whatever you feel. You can feel afraid. We just want to encourage you not to live afraid. You can feel overwhelmed. Just don't live overwhelmed. You can feel discouraged. All those things, no matter what is going on in your friends' lives, we're not comparing our feelings. We see our feelings. What we say is you catch it, see it, name it i feel afraid and then own it okay i'm i'm afraid i'm not ashamed of my fear i'm gonna speak it to someone bring it out into the light shame is like mold it grows in the dark so if we hide it then it's in the dark and it's just gonna grow what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna speak it i'm gonna say hey emily you know what this morning when i woke up i was so overwhelmed I read the news and I started to panic and I just wanted you to know that I was afraid and I wanted to say that out loud because I knew if I said it to you then I am bring it into the light and you're gonna ask me about it later right yes. yeah uh-huh and so then now I've spoken it and I own it and I'm gonna say you know what I feel that, I can feel the cortisol, I can feel the adrenaline, I can feel myself getting angsty, so I'm gonna own it. What do I need to do? Instead of sleeping more this morning, I thought I need to go ahead and get up and I need to get my day moving. Sometimes the answer is sleep, Sometimes the answer is exercise. Sometimes the answer is, okay, have I been eating right? But here's the deal. i got to own it, and there are choices I can make and actions I can take to lower my cortisol, to slow down my heart rate. And then I'm going to own it, and then I'm going to strap it in. And then Emily and I are probably going to bring it up again. And then I'm going to say, you know what, Emily? What about you? How are you feeling about it today? Were you feeling anything different today? Emily's like, is she acting out or is she really asking me? And so I would give her time to do that as well. And that way we're keeping each other in check. Now, Emily is my adult child, so I I talk to her differently than I would if she were younger. But the main thing I wanted to say before we ever started, that whatever you're feeling, it's okay to feel. Give yourself permission. Have an adult friend um, or an adult child or a spouse that you talk to about it. Catch it, see it, name it what it is, own it, and then strap it in. When I say strap it in, we talk about we don't want it driving our car, um, we don't want it driving our decisions, and nor do we want it hidden in the trunk. We say, you know what, it is where it is. I am afraid sometimes I put it in, it's not gonna drive my decisions. That's what we mean by strap it in. So, catch it, see it, name it, own it, strap it in. That's what we do with our feelings. And so, I just wanted to say that Don't compare, you can learn from others, but it's not about comparing. Perspective is helpful, comparison is harmful. So, um, I wanted to talk today, oh, before we get started, I I keep saying that, I keep saying something that comes to my mind, and then saying before we get started. Gee whiz, I'm all over the place. Okay, I've already told you, when you check in, tell us where you're from. Um, I want you, um, we're going to give you an opportunity a little bit. Maybe we should do it right now. Has anybody done any April fools? If you did, I want to remind you to post it and tag fearless mom on Instagram so that we can share those ideas. Um, and then I um, wanted to remind you guys, single moms, if you're a single mom and you're watching, or if you have a friend who's a single mom, Brandy Wilson is one of my closest friends and she is a single mom and she's actually doing um, virtual groups for single moms. So. They're called Single Mom Hangouts with Brandi Wilson, and you can look her up on Instagram. Um, If you go to ours, we are reposting hers, and you can find it in our story, but it's Brandi and Boys, B-R-A-N-D-I and Boys. It's her Instagram account, and she'll post about it. We'll be reposting, but we know that you are navigating a different road. It's the same road. There are similar situations, but when you're navigating as a single mom, um, it would be so valuable to have other single moms rally around you and get ideas from them. I know Mac and I make so many decisions together. And so, and he the, grew up in the home of a single mom. And man, she's an incredible woman. And she, I know, carried extra on her shoulders as a single mom. So we're thrilled that Brandy is reaching out and supporting those single moms. So definitely um, you'll want to check that out. And then I also wanted you to share if you came up this week with a cling to. That was one of our challenges. A cling to verse. When life is uncertain, cling to what you know. And we cling to God's word. We cling to a firm foundation. And that firm foundation is biblical truth. And so we have a list of our suggested cling-to's, but if you have another one, we would love to hear it. That's why we're going to be interactive tonight. I want you to share, give your ideas to others. One of the things about our Fearless Mom Live group where we meet, um, um well, where we're not in quarantine, we meet at Lake Hills Church, we divide up into small groups and the facilitators, our Titus 2 team, they guide the discussion But most of the discussion is the mom sharing their ideas to help each other. Because one of our biggest values of Fearless Mom is to remove isolation. And we do that by saying, you're not alone. We're all in this together. I know what you're feeling let me tell you how i handled that or i felt that way before let me tell you what i did to help with that so again if you have any cling to's that you would like to share we would love to hear those um, and i think julie is going to put up some of ours julia fortman is um, on our fearless mom core team and she bless her heart is trying to keep up with me while i'm talking and put some of our points into the comments for you guys and so she has our list Last week our key verse was Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. I love that verse because if you look at the entire book of Joshua, um, it's the book of Joshua, the first chapter, it starts right after Moses' death and God says to Joshua, You are now in charge. It is your responsibility to lead my people. And so be strong and courageous. He's saying, you're going into new territory. You are going to um, lead my people to a new place. And guess what, guys? We are all chartered. We are all going into new territory. Living in a quarantine is new territory. And so just like Joshua, we need to be strong and courageous. I highlighted this in my passage, be strong and courageous. And this is God talking to Joshua. For you are the one who will lead these people And that's what God is saying to us. Hey mom, you are the one. It is your responsibility to lead these people, these children. But he says, I will give you the strength that you need. He says, I will not leave you. Uh, You will, let's see, be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey the instructions that Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning to the left or to the right. Then you will be successful in everything you do. And then verse nine, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Why? Because we have all the answers? Why? Because it's gonna be easy once you figure it out? No, it says do not be afraid or discouraged. Why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Am I overwhelmed? Yes. Am I going into new territory? Yes. Everyone I know is. Am I afraid sometimes? Sure. Am I uncertain? Yes. I see it, name it, own it, strap it in. And then I say, you know what? I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. And so I get up the next day and when I say own it, I assume the responsibility for my physical, emotional health and I do what I can. We control what we can and then we have to make peace with what we can't. Um, tonight we're gonna talk about more about parenting in a pandemic and how we can use this time to strengthen ourselves our um, marriages and our families because a lot of us i don't know if you're like me i'm, I'm i i do not i literally ask mac throughout the day what wait what's today wait what what is it and i heard i saw somebody post like a- there is no april fools today is march 32nd i feel like today is march four hundred and thirty-fourth. but guess what we're all in this boat together and so what can we do i am making the decision to take advantage of this time, I will not waste this time. I want to look back on this time and say, you know what? I grew better and stronger. I grew better and stronger during the quarantine. I grew better and stronger in my relationship with Emily. I grew better and stronger in my relationship with Matt. I grew better and stronger in my relationship with God. So that's what we're going to talk about. How can we get better and stronger ourselves, our marriages, and our families? Um, we say in Fearless Mom, all the time that it is, and we 2020 parenting, it's not about um, the next 20 minutes, it's about the next 20 years. And we say all the time, you need a family vision statement, you need a personal vision statement, a marriage vision statement, a family vision statement. Every business, every um, school, every you know, nonprofit has a vision statement. And so, you know what, I'm gonna have a quarantine vision statement just for this season. I'm, we're gonna develop a quarantine vision statement. Why? Because Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Another version says, where there is no direction or revelation from God, the people cast off restraint, or the people run around like chickens with their heads cut off. I know that for the first week to 10 days of this quarantine, this is how I have handled every day. What is happening? what is happening and that's not productive you know i think now 10 days in i should be saying oh we're in a quarantine what should i do today to make me better by the end of the day it's time for me to quit asking what is happening because you know what i've discovered nobody knows (laughs) nobody knows what's happening nor does anyone know how long it's going to be so i can either for the next however many days, continue to wake up and say, what is happening? And that's probably what I sound like to Matt. (laughs) Emily's laughing, that may be honestly what I sound like. Or, I can wake up and go, where there is no vision, the people perish. Oh wait, what is my vision? What is my vision for the quarantine? Not the vision for my life, but the vision for my life for this quarantine. I certainly can ask God, what do you want me to learn in this quarantine? How can I grow? How can I get better? And that's what we're gonna talk about, how to get better and stronger. So, we're gonna talk about coming up with the A-Q-U. Three letters, the A-Q-U. And that is the after quarantine U. Okay, I know U starts with a Y. But it just didn't sound as fun, AQY, you know? <laughs> so, AQU. Talk about the AQU. What do you want your AQU to look like? Your after quarantine U. So, you know what? Your after quarantine U is determined by the DQU, the AQU is determined by the DQU. Your after quarantine U is determined by your during quarantine U. So if I want to get better and stronger, if I want my AQU, as I look at that vision, the what I want to be better at, to be stronger in, at the end of the quarantine, my AQU, then guess what? I need to come up with a path to get there. I need to change my habits now because my DQ habits, my during quarantine habits will become my after quarantine habits. That's my personal habits, my marriage habits, my family habits. So what's my AQU? What do I want that to be? And so this is what I suggest to you. I suggest if you have kids old enough and you know your kids, have a family meeting to talk about everybody's AQU. Everybody's AQU, your after quarantine self, the after quarantine you. This is we're going to come up with individual goals as well as family goals. So, the first thing you have to do if you're going to get better and stronger during the quarantine, if you're going to have a better stronger AQU is to set your quarantine goal. And I then I added an S in parentheses because you may have goals. You're Set your quarantine goals. Now, a little time out here. I'm going to discourage an AQU of, I want to weigh less. I want to lose 12 pounds. I want to, you know what? It. I'm so great with, I want to get healthier, I want to get stronger, I want to get um, you know, more fit, I want to be able to run longer, I want to be able to lift this much, that's fine. But my personal opinion, I'm going to discourage a weight goal before we even go there. So two kinds of goals. We're going to do a short-term goal and a long-term goal. What do I mean by that? A short-term goal would be your AQU, right after the quarantine. So this would be like the last day of the quarantine, or if you can start imagining just days or a couple of weeks after the quarantine, this is a tangible, measurable goal. This is something you can work toward. It is tangible and it is measurable. For instance, for instance, since Joe was watching, I'm gonna use Joe as an example. When Joe entered kindergarten, the teacher did, um, uh, like, took a picture of every child on the first day of kindergarten and said, What do you want to learn during kindergarten this year? And Joseph wanted to learn how to build his own Legos. Hmm, that's right. Big academic goals that Joe had when he was five, Emily. Um, but then Joe got older. And so then he, he had the big goal. And I'm thinking if Joe were. Um, 10 and still lived at home, I know what his quarantine goal would be. To complete the Millennium Falcon. We actually built um, several of those big Star Wars ones. But that's an excellent that's an excellent quarantine goal. It may be to complete a big Lego set, to complete a puzzle, to complete a book. I, Emily, I'm saying this out loud to you. My quarantine goal Emily is to finish that novel that dad got all of us <laughs> copies of. When did he get it? When did he get it? At Christmas? At Christmas. He gave us all. He said, this is the best book ever. He got everyone in the family one. I'll do it too. Yes, Emily and I both, we state this publicly. I am setting that as one of my quarantine goals to read a novel. I typically read one in spring break and two in the summer. <laughs> and then, okay, here's another good quarantine goal. To clean out a closet. To clean out two or three closets. Here's another one. Oh, this would be great if you have kids at home. Um, To run a faster time. Maybe it's a mile. Maybe it's down the, you know, around the block, down to the stop sign and back. Time your kid and then say, okay, what's your goal? Maybe it's just to get a personal best, to get better every time. But it is measurable. How about this one, Emily? I want to do X number of pull-ups or oh X number of push-ups. that's measurable. And how do you do that, your AQU? I want to be able to do, Emily, give me a number. I want to be able to do how many pull-ups? Oh, 10. Let's say 10. I don't know if that's good. I I, I probably can't do one. But anyway, so let's do. If my goal is 10, my AQU, remember, is determined by my DQU. So if I set that as my AQU, my goal is um, 10 push-ups. I have to work toward that every day. Um, How about this one? To know multiplication tables. To read X number of books. To write a story. To start a blog. I want to write 20 thank-you notes or... 10 letters to people, 20 letters to people. How about this one? Anybody stuck in their home? I've been waiting to paint that bedroom. Hmm. Maybe you want to paint the bedroom while you're there. It is measurable. It is tangible. You are utilizing this time to get stronger, to get better. And you know, one way we feel stronger is when we feel productive. And so that is a measurable, tangible one. Again, Some of those are individual goals. Some of those are family goals. We may, Emily, do um, I have another Christmas puzzle that we never did. And so we have a thousand piece Christmas puzzle. I know it would make me happy to do a Christmas puzzle. Yes. And so that is a short term goal. Again, anything you think, I want to look back on the quarantine and go, I did this, this, and this. Because this this is this kind of stuff that can cause angst in me. If There's so much uncertainty with this time. I know myself well enough to know I could get to the end and look back and go, did I do anything during that time? Because of my tendency to wake up and go, what is happening? Then I don't get a lot done or I don't get as much done. So I know that I will feel better if I have tangible goals. And so Emily, What were our goals? Number one, I'm going to read that novel. Number two, we're going to do that puzzle. Number three, I'm cleaning out my closet. And I I think five pull-ups would be great. Five pull-ups? Oh, we're doing that one? That was just an example. (laughs) Oh, dear. I did not commit to that. Emily's committing to five (laughs) pull-ups. Yeah, yeah, she just committed to it. Okay, so those are the short-term measurables. You know what? I would love to hear more suggestions. Particularly if you have kids or if you have suggestions about um, ideas of what other kids could do. Again, strongly encourage the family meeting. I know that the Morgans, or uh, the mom, Leslie Morgan is a Titus 2 mom, and they've been doing family meetings. Caitlin's they have. Watching. Oh, Caitlin's watching. They've done an incredible job. You know what? I'm throwing this in there. One of the things that they did to have fun, to foster fun in their family um each child, their three kids, each child has been in charge of the nighttime activity. And so Caitlin had her two brothers and her dad, they all did a spa night. And so they were in her bathroom, they painted fingernails, they did the whole thing. I don't know if they painted the boys fingernails, don't spread that rumor. But um, they did, and so I can't wait to see what Carson and Connor do. But it was just one way to incorporate, or to foster fun. That was one of our things from last week. And again, share your ideas for good ideas for goals for the mom, for the marriage. Um, uh, We're going to get to that in just a second, but for um, personal goals and then family goals. Um, And then that was the short-term goal, the tangible measurable, but we're also, we want to set the long-term, the intangible or the abstract. And this one, as I was preparing and I I um, had to apologize to Emily. Emily, bless her, is quarantined with Mac and me. (laughs) And so um, this is what I started imagining. Yes, I want short-term goals. And yes, we need those short-term goals. I think that keeps us productive and makes us feel accomplished and like we're doing something, moving towards something um, in this time of uncertainty. It's something we can grab hold of. But then also, um, I thought 10 years from now, five years from now, 15, when I look back on it, how do I want to feel about our time? How do I want Emily to feel? How do I want Mac to feel? Um, do I want to look back and think, oh, that was a nightmare or, oh man, that was that was so weird, but didn't we have fun? And, Emily, I'm not asking you if we've had fun yet because I'm not going to lie. I am the queen of telling everybody else to foster fun, but in my what is happening state, I think I have been panic working, and I've been um, just trying to stay busy so that I feel um, constructive and I feel occupied. Um, I think I've done a good job of not checking the news. I don't feel overwhelmed by that, but I think I've just tried to stay busy. What do you think, Emily? We we have we've spent time we on the porch. Fun. We have we watched have funny things. we have watched some funny things Thanks, Emily for making me feel better. We've done some, but I thought I want to look back. I want to be disciplined with my time, and I'm gonna get to that in one sec. But I I want to look back, and I want Emily to look back, and I want Mac to look back. I want um I want to look back and feel like oh my gosh that was crazy. But you know what um we got closer, we grew stronger, we grew better, you know? And so what are some intangible abstract goals? Number one, I want to have a closer and stronger marriage. And I want my family to be closer because guess what? Emily blesser lives with us, but we've got three other kids. I want to be closer to them and that's this time. I can take advantage of Zoom. One thing, I think um, my mom and my sisters and I, we're all in different places. Well, my older sister's with my mom, but we've been um, doing Zoom calls. I think that's a habit that will stick with us. Um, we've discovered that and I think we're growing closer because of that. I want to look back and I want to feel and remember that I grew spiritually, that I was disciplined enough and that when I was anxious or when I was uncertain, I went to what is true and I went to God's word and I spent more time in prayer, not less. And I spent more time in the word, not less. Um, I also want to know my children better. I think this is a great time for us. Um, we all move pretty fast and we're moving in different directions, but this gives us, we're all experiencing the same thing. We're all experiencing quarantine in one way or another. So we can grow closer because of that common experience. Um, What is something you wanna do? Maybe you wanna enjoy your family more. Maybe you want your kids to look back and say, we watched different movies together and we all chose the, we had had to take turns choosing the movies and we made our dad watch, um, you know, what's something that we, oh, we actually did make, we didn't make Mac watch Frozen 2. <laughs> but we did watch Frozen 2. I think, well, he acted like he enjoyed it. Um, he, and, or, loves he, he loves Olaf. He loves Olaf. He does. Um, you know what? Another one that I think Mac would enjoy this made me think of it, Emily. If I say it out loud to you, then I feel like it's more likely to happen. But he loves to try new recipes. You're right. He does. He we smoked a brisket. To. We need to do that. I, I need to be better about that. Um, I told you all about my friend in Canada, Erin Clark. She did the theme nights for dinners, and they are hilarious. She did an Italian theme. She did um, – oh, they've done all sorts of things. They did a, um, a fiesta. They've done all sorts of ideas. We'd love to hear your ideas. Um, I want I want to look back. You know, we played. We hung out by the pool, whatever it is. I I think that your children will remember that if you do that. And so again, I wanna remind you, Fearless Mom, we are not about adding to your to-do list. We want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. You are already at home, and so we just wanna help you be intentional with that time. You know what I want for you? I want you to feel at the end of the day like, you know what i didn't do everything right but i i feel like i was a good mom today or i feel like i was a good mom this week or i feel like i was a good mom during the quarantine so i just am trying to help you in what you're already doing you're already with your children all the time and so i just want to help you do that it's not about guilt it's about seeing opportunity so the number one thing you want to set your quarantine goals individual goals and family goals two kinds of goals the measurable. Tangible and then the intangible, maybe the feeling or uh, the abstract. And then you have to determine, okay, if that's what the AQU that I want, then I'm the only one who can determine whether or not I get there. And so the AQU is determined by the DQU. So what are the choices that I need to make and actions I need to take to move me toward that? So let's say you have a 12 year old and he says, well, um, my uh, AQU, I want to be able to run a, Emily, what's a good mile for a 12 year old? A six minute mile, six minute mile. I don't even know if that is reality. Um, Whatever it is, you go, okay, then help him come up with the plan to get there. Let him come up with it. Let her come up with the plan. If she wants to be better at X, you know, immeasurable, then help her come up with it. She's much more likely to stick with it. He's much more likely to stick with it if he comes up with the plan. And then you re- remind everybody in the morning meeting. Again, I'm gonna encourage you, don't add to your to-do list. If they're already doing PE, if they're already doing math, if they're already doing whatever it is, try to work it in, try to guide them towards something that they already need to do. Um, and then, so you've set your goals now, you set your quarantine priorities. Um, this is something I teach all the time and I've been teaching it forever, years and years and years, take care of yourself, take care of your marriage, take care of your family. That, that's what we always teach. I have to revisit this every single day. I have to do a check. You know why? Because sometimes I can, uh, I mean, I love being a mom, and so it's super easy for me, and when my kids were home, for me to you know work at being great at that. But what I learned over the years was that actually falls in third place. That I'm actually better at that if I take care of two and one. And number one is self-care. So what are my priorities? My priorities during quarantine, my DQ me, my DQU, it is um, self care or what we like to call soul care. Soul care is taking care of the essence of who you are. Right now, self-care. No such thing as like getting your hair done, getting your nails done, all that kind of self-care. But we're talking about soul care. You can exercise, you can eat right, you can get as much sleep as possible. Um, That's the first thing to check. If you're feeling out of sorts, if you're feeling depleted, if you're feeling um, overwhelmed, if you're feeling anxious, stop catch it, see it, name it. When I say own it, that's when you ask yourself, am I sleeping? Can I get more sleep? How am I eating? Should I eat better? Um, How am I exercising? Am I moving enough? We know all the studies show that exercise, you know, increases serotonin, decreases cortisol, particularly if you can get outside. We've said all those things, but that's how we own it. There are choices we can make and actions we can take. And so self-care, soul care, stop and say, what brings me hope? What brings me peace? What brings me joy? What makes me hopeful, peaceful, and joyful? I'm a better wife, I'm a better mom, I'm a better friend when I'm full of peace, hope, and joy. So what brings that to me? I know for me, it's waking up earlier. That's not my natural bent but I have to choose to wake up earlier. And when my alarm goes off, I, have, I hear the alarm. I want to hit snooze, but I go, you know what? I have, I've had to retrain my brain. I immediately think, how will I feel four hours from now? I will feel better. I will feel more productive if I get up right now. So, you can retrain your brain, create a new habit um, if you take care of that. So, what is it that makes you feel hopeful, peaceful, joyful? I am more peaceful if I wake up earlier. I'm more hopeful if I start my day with prayer and I journal and I remind myself with scripture. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but God does. God holds me in the palm of his hand. He holds my family in the palm of his hand. I rest in the Psalms. I'm reading Proverbs for wisdom and discernment. That gives me hope. And then joy. What gives me joy? Um, Obviously, remembering those truths. But you know what else brings me joy? Time with my family. Time with Mac. Time with funny movies. Time with funny TV shows. Um, uh, The video calls with my sisters and my mom. The video calls with my friends. Um, that brings me joy. So if I want to take care of myself, I've got to work that into my schedule. You know what's super weird? We have all this time at home and yet I'm running out of time. How are we running out of time? You know why? It's because I haven't been disciplined with my time. So I just have to draw a clearer boundaries. Soul care. Next is marriage care. Checking in daily with your spouse. Meg and I are seeing each other all the time. Like all the time. And so I have to do check-ins. How are you? How are you feeling? How are you? Okay, I'm a scale from 1 to 10. Where are you? Um, you know, how, how are we doing? How are you doing? How are we doing? How do you feel about things? So check in. And then I told you last week we were going to go on a date. We haven't done it yet. Emily, it's tomorrow. your job. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. We did say that. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going on a date. So we're going to have date night. How are we going to do date night? I saw somebody else do date night. They ordered in. And so, uh, Emily, we'll, you'll have to be in there. We'll pick another room. Like, we'll, we can eat in here, yeah, in the office. And we'll do date night. Somehow figure out how to do date night. So those daily check-ins, we say connect daily, um, date weekly, retreat. No retreating right now. So maybe plan a retreat for when all this is over. And then keep things honest, complete transparency in marriage. Um, and then next is family care. So self-care, marriage care, family care. Guys, if you're a mom, odds are there are seasons when you get this out of whack. And so we have an opportunity to zoom out and go, you know what? At the end of this, I want to say I I worked hard at keeping myself healthy, keeping my marriage healthy so that I can help my kids get healthy. It is not um, taking away from your children. It's actually investing in your children when you invest in yourself and your marriage. And I know there are seasons of life when it is easier than other seasons, Um, but it is worth it. And this is a long-term play. This is not a short-term play. This is a long-term play. Um, So your family care. Um, I know that our family went on a walk today. We've enjoyed being outside together. Um, I wanna, you know, if you have any ideas, in Austin, our forecast, It has a lot of rain forecasted so if you have any ideas for indoor family activities particularly those that involve movement um, we would love to hear those so please share those ideas with other people um, with us on here so that we can share those with our moms and then so it goes self-care marriage care family care and then others care but you know what i wanted to say something about the family care Many of you are doing online schooling and um, I've heard some great stories. I hear moms loving it. I hear moms liking it. I hear moms hating it. That's okay. That is okay. Whatever you're feeling about it is okay. But what we wanna do is figure out how you can enjoy it, how you can enjoy this situation, this season. I'm not saying every moment will be fun. I'm saying, can you get a perspective? Can you get a system that you can go, you know what? I wasn't looking forward to this, but I'm going to make the best of it. And I want to encourage you also, um, this is not technically homeschooling. This is, I've seen somebody call it pandemic schooling. Um, I call it survival schooling. You're doing what is necessary, but let me tell you this as an educator. You cannot separate academic achievement from emotional health. So if you're feeling scattered, if your child is feeling scattered, stop, gather yourself, help your child gather himself or herself, take the time to settle hearts and minds before doing those academics. And so if you've hit a roadblock and you're thinking, you know what, my child and I, we are just butting heads, then stop and go, okay, you know what, is, is there something I can do to make it better? Is there some way I can help him to make it better? Talk to your child, talk to your child's teacher, talk to um, a friend and say, I don't think that it's healthy for us to continue this for the next however many weeks or whatever. And um, tell your child, you know what? I see that um, you're frustrated with me and I get it. This is new. This is new for both of us when things are new sometimes they're not fun at first but do you think we could get to where we could do this without arguing or we could do this work together on a plan um new is scary when it's when it's not so ambiguous so now add the uncertainty to this new um there are all sorts of feelings so this is what i tell parents when they say you know. My child struggles with reading, my child struggles with math, or my child, whatever the academic struggle is, I'll go, okay, how does he feel about it? Because I know that how he feels about it will determine how successful he is in it. And so whether it is um, academic struggles or um, relational struggles, back up and say, how do we feel about it? And I want to remind you that anger is most often a secondary emotion. And so if your child is getting angry every time the work starts, go, you know what? I see that you're feeling angry, and um, I get angry too, and I'm going to validate that feeling. And then, you know what, though? It's so okay for you to be angry, but let's talk about the right way to express that anger. And so it's not okay for you to hit your brother or hit your sister. It's okay for you to be angry, but what do you need to do? You need to take a breath and use your words. You need to take a breath and maybe take a break. Take a breath. Take a break. Watch your tone. Watch your face. Take a breath. Take a break from it. And then let's come back to the schooling after you've settled down. If that's possible, I would highly recommend that. And again, that's a life skill. Good grief. We all have to take a breath. Take a break. Watch your tone. Watch your face. But um, what we're trying to do with the short-term goal and the long-term goal in looking at the AQU, it's kind of giving me a direction now for this quarantine time, a direction to my child, a direction or for my child, a direction for me, a direction for my marriage, giving me a goal. And now I go, okay, I want to develop these habits because you know what? i My AQU is determined by my DQU. If I want healthy habits after the quarantine, then I have to develop healthy habits and that... Requires self-discipline. And so our verse is 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power, of love, and self-discipline. Of self-discipline. He gives us that discipline. We have to choose to use it. We have to choose the hard thing. We have to choose what we really, really want. Oh, What is that now? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. That's what discipline is. Discipline is going, well, that's what I want, but that's what I really, really want. And so it's giving up that instant gratification for what I really, really want. Emily, come on. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. That's that goal. That is what keeps us on track. And so when I... Okay, go back to the emotion. Catch it, see it, name it, own it. So... If I find myself going to the refrigerator, anybody else? Mm -hmm. I said I need to practice social distancing from the refrigerator right now. But if I'm going to the refrigerator, if I'm going to the chips, the potato chips, if I'm going to, and then I walk in there and I go, Uh, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to feel good at the end of the day. And I know that eating an entire bag of potato chips will not help me get better or stronger. And so I go, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I, I caught it, I saw it, and I realized, actually, that'll make me feel better right now, but do I really, really want it? I want it, but do I really, really want it? And so that is, now sometimes, guess what? Guess what I had after dinner tonight? Cookie two-step. Because you really, Because really I really, it. really wanted it, yes. So I'm not, I'm not saying don't ever treat yourself. I'm just saying tell me what you want, what you really, really want, you know. And the habit is understanding what I really, really want and choosing the hard thing. It is retraining our brains. Here's the deal. When you were a child, brushing your teeth was new. And so you had to learn. It's actually pretty hard. Fine motor skills, you know, gross motor it, all the things. But now you don't even think about it. Why? Because you did it all the time. And so if we take the time to do it, now it becomes part of our lives. And so what are those healthy habits? DQ healthy habits create um, AQ healthy habits. Um, Today's choices create tomorrow's habits. Let me say that again. Today's choices create tomorrow's habits. So I've got this time, you know, when we're at home, and I don't really have a schedule, so now's a great time to develop some healthy habits. But if I want those AQ healthy habits, then I've gotta have DQ healthy habits. Um, golly, I, I wanted to give y'all some statistics. I'll have to do that next week. You know I love me some science, and so we'll have to go into that next week. But I wanna end with, I want you to picture you when the governor, when the president, when your mayor says, you know what? It's over. It is time. You're now free to roam about the country. <laughs> you are now free to roam about your city. Picture that. What does that AQU look like? What do you want to look back on this quarantine and go, man, I took advantage of that quarantine time and I feel like our family's closer? I cleaned out three closets. I am stronger. I can do however many pull-ups. I can run however many miles. I can, whatever it is. Picture that. That's what you really, really want. And then go, okay, what can I do tomorrow? Just one day, one day at a time. What can I do tomorrow to take me closer to the AQU? What can I do? And then I want to encourage you to sit down with your family and come up with an AQU together, the after-quarantine us, the after-quarantine self, because there are choices you can make and actions you can take to get yourself better and get yourself stronger. And you know what? You may want to go ahead and memorize Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary in doing good, for in the proper time you will reap a harvest. If you, what, Emily? 't give up. If you don't give up, here's the deal. This quarantine, we thought it was a sprint. We were hopeful, man, but it, it looks more like a marathon. And so we've got more time, more time to work on the AQU. So you know what? I believe in you. I can't wait to hear your ideas. We would love to hear some of your um, suggestions for AQUs for kids, for parents, for marriages. I know I am gonna, I'm looking forward to talking to Mac about our marriage AQU, Emily about our family AQU, and, um, and then talking to God about what he wants to do in my life for my AQU. Let's pray together. God, we thank you so much for this time I thank you for technology. I thank you for these moms who are listening and helping other moms by sharing their ideas. God, we are so grateful that you have us in the palm of your hand and that you, God, are sovereign and you absolutely know what tomorrow holds. We rest in that. We find comfort in that. God, bring that to our minds when we are feeling uncertain, when we're feeling confused, when we're feeling afraid. Remind us of your sovereignty, of your power, of your presence, of your provision. God, hover over every mom listening and watching. Remind her of your strength and your goodness. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. I cannot wait to see you guys online Um, again. I may be doing an Instagram live. I'm super into those. Yeah, I've done one. Yeah, I don't know how to do it myself, but I'll figure it out. Y'all have a great day.